You're listening to the Tribe Nail Tech Podcast, where nail techs find inspiration and motivation to take their career to the next level. We welcome you here. Now tribe up and slay your day. Here is your host, Becky Bunnell. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Tribe Nail Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Bunnell, and today's episode is sponsored by SoGel Nails. And don't forget, go to SoGel Nails forward slash contest to enter for today's product giveaway. Hey guys, you made it. It is 2021. Have you ever been so excited for a new year ever? Oh my gosh, you did it. You persevered. You got through it. I don't know what your story looks like right now. I don't know what kind of hardships you have. Maybe it was the best year you had ever. So that would be amazing. And I would love to hear your story if it is. A lot of us had to pivot and do different things in our business this year. All I can say is you made it. So this episode, I just want to hit on a bunch of different topics. Kind of want to give you some ideas of like what I do at the beginning, or should I say at the end of a year to prepare me for the new year. So I'm just going to give you some different things. I might be bouncing all over the place. So just hold on with me and hopefully it all makes sense at the end of the episode and hopefully you get something out of it today. So it's 2021. I don't know what you do at the end of a year, but I like to sit down and go back in my notebook and see what my intentions were for the last year and if I marked those off my list. Hopefully you all do this. This is what I do and it helps me focus on the coming year. And I don't really like to say set New Year's resolutions. I more say it as goals. It's very satisfying for me to be able to check things off of my list. So I'm a list maker. And so I have my notebook that I do for the year. And I like to sit down in December and plan it out all out. So there's a bunch of things that I do. I like to set goals, but I also like to set a word for the year. 2021, my goal for the year is grit. And I chose that word because 2020 was just like, wow. We had to really, like I said, pivot. We had to do things different. And I think it really took a lot to dig deep to push through the year. It really took a lot of just like, we can do this. We had, you know, we were told we had to do all these things. We had to social distance. We had to stay home. We couldn't travel. We had to wear masks. Like there's so many things and, and things are still the same for 2021, but we had never seen that kind of a world before. So we had to do a lot of different things that we were never used to doing. So my, my goal and my word for this year is grit. So whatever this year brings, I'm just going to hang on tight. I'm going to push through it. I'm going to have perseverance, grit, and I know that I can do hard things because I got through 2020. That's my word for the year. So I don't know if you do that, but I've only started doing that like three or four years ago, and it's really made a difference in my year. Another thing I do is, like I said, I sit down and I write things out for for the coming year. In 2019, I did 19 adventures in 2019. It was so much fun. And It just helps you to check things off of your list. Now, 19 adventures, it doesn't have to be something really expensive. Maybe it was take your kids to the park and have a picnic. Some of mine were more expensive, like we were going to attend NASCAR 
We were going to attend a NFL game. We were going to attend a professional baseball game. And we did all those things. So those were, like I said, they cost more money. But we did little things like I said, we're going to do five camping trips this year. We're going to go sit in some hot springs. So we did. So it just makes your your year really fun. If you have kids, let them join in with it with you to do this. Maybe you have grandkids. Maybe it's just you and your husband. Sit down and figure out some um, adventures. So obviously for 2021, it could be 21 adventures in 21. So that's kind of a fun thing to do. Also, a business plan. So important for a business owner, guys, if you have a career, a business owner, you're in nail tech, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, so you need to have a plan. It's so important. And you can start out doing your yearly plan. What is your goal for the year? Maybe it's a financial goal. Maybe it's, I want to make this much money a year. Um, I want to do these things. I want to start holding online classes. I want to attend these many classes for the year. These are things that I don't feel like um, I'm very good at. So I'm going to find a class in this area and I'm going to put it on my calendar. And then you can break that down to monthly. How does that look monthly? What do I need to make monthly to be able to reach my yearly goal? Okay, maybe it's clients. Maybe you want 20 new clients by the end of the year. So how many do you need to do monthly to be able to reach that goal? Okay, then go down to weekly. How much money do I need to make weekly? And I'm telling you, if you do this and go down to daily, you have intentions for every single day. You say at the beginning of the day, I need to make this much money today to be able to meet my weekly goal. And you're going to push for it. You're going to push. You're going to put the intentions out there. And I promise you, if you write it down and you say it daily, those things are going to come into your life. Try it. It really works. I promise. Also, personal. Okay, so same thing. How do you want to grow personally? Maybe you want to go to a retreat that's on personal self-help, self-love. Maybe that's what you need to do. Okay, so look for those things. Write them in your calendar, write them in your book, and mark that time off. Very important at the end of the year or the beginning of the year to do your book for the entire year. I like to figure out what classes I'm going to go for to for the year, what nail shows I'm going to go to. I know that's kind of hard right now, but there are still people having shows and people having classes. So you can find them. Maybe it's online for you and that's okay too. So look at that. There is ton of online classes out there that are available and put them on your bucket list, put them into your budget, right? Because we have to budget that in. And that's why it's important that we figure out our financial goals because we need to budget in our education. 27 years later, I'm still taking education and just don't ever stop learning. It's so important. Okay. So put those into your book, put your vacations into your book for the entire year. That way you don't schedule clients during that time. It's so important. I know I'm bouncing all over the place here, but my brain is just spinning because there's so many things that go into this boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Okay. If you're not taking vacations, if you're not taking self-care days, then you haven't set your boundaries and you haven't taken control of your own business. Many of you, maybe you're working on commission and you can't do that. Maybe your boss is telling you what days you can work. Maybe that's a little harder for you. But definitely if you're self-employed, it's your business, you're the boss, and you need to start taking control. I say this time and time again. I just commented on a Facebook post today of a nail tech asking Hey, you know, I feel like I'm overbooked. I'm getting burnt out. I don't know what to do. So people started jumping on there and giving all these suggestions. I jumped on and I said, boundaries, okay? Take control of your business. 
However, at this point, I didn't know that she was commission-based or if she was a booth runner. So I started saying, you are your own boss. You're in charge of your schedule. You are in charge of how much money you can make. If you're overwhelmed and you feel like you have too many clients, you need to raise your prices. And then you need to set your boundaries. If you're getting burned out, why are you still working weekends? I haven't worked weekends in 20 years because once I thought I always had to do that, but I got the most no shows and the most risk reschedules on Saturdays till I was finally like, I've had this, like, I am so tired of everybody wanting Saturdays. And then I work them and everybody cancels on me at the last minute. And I haven't made plans with my family because I had to work. So I was missing out on family fun, family times, stopped working weekends and my clients adjusted. I didn't lose anybody because of that. They realized, oh, I guess I can take an hour lunch and once a month and come and get my nails done. So your clients will adjust for what you want if your skill set is where you want. And if you are fully booked, it's time for you to take a look at your schedule and work when you want to work. If you don't want to work after five o'clock, then don't. I don't. And I'm still fully booked. I've raised my prices $15 in the last two years, and I've only lost two people. I was hoping to lose more people, and I didn't. So, guys, don't be afraid to set those boundaries, okay? All over the place here. It's time right now to schedule that. If you need to raise your prices, normally I tell you to do that in the fall, but don't wait. It's time for the new year. Do it. Get it done. Set your new schedule. You just tell your clients, these are the days I work now. It's fine. It'll all work out. Okay. So get your book marked off for the year. People say, I don't have time to go do the classes. I don't have time to do, uh, go to the nail shows. Well, why don't you plan it in December, January, look ahead, mark them out. And then that's not an option for your clients to book an appointment on that day. It's that as simple as that. It's not difficult people. I think I hear too many excuses. So back to that post, she kept, she kept saying something back to me that it's like, oh, well, and then, then it was like, well, I'm commission-based. And so I really can't. And it's this like, Okay, well, if you're not willing to make any of the changes, then you really can't complain about it because you're not willing to do anything different. So if you're going to ask the question and if you're getting burned out and you don't like where your career is at the moment, she was actually saying she's going to go back to school to go do something else. But why is that? Because she's not taking control. She could, she has the choice, she has the option to move into booth rent if you so choose to find a new salon. Your clients will follow you. We get stuck. We feel like we have to stay where we are because that's all we've known and we're scared to make that next step. Your clients will follow you. I've worked in several salons. I've had my own salons. I've went back into the house and now I'm back into a salon again, owning the salon. My clients follow me wherever I go. So too many times we're just too afraid of the unknown and once we do it again like my previous episode was all about fear it's all about fear telling us we can't do that we can't make the change well what's going to happen if we do this or that we talk ourselves out of it push through the fear do it listen to yourself what what is your intuition telling you you need to do and do it and then it all works out it is really as simple as that okay so there's my little rant on that so sorry that was all over the place like I said, I have all these things going through my head. Okay, career, where do you want to, do you want to level up? Like I said, do you want to become an educator for a company? Do you want to be doing online videos? Do you want to go work in a school and be a nail instructor? What are your goals? Level up, okay? Figure those out or 
You can just stay the same and do what you've always done if that's what you want to do. Biggest thing I can tell you right now is write it down, write it down, write it down, write it down. And I need you to go look back at those every month, every week, whatever it is, like you need to be looking at that because sometimes if I don't look at it for six months, I go back into my notebook and I go, oh, I forgot I wrote that down. I can't make that reality if I'm not looking at it all the time and striving for it. Okay, set the goals, put them in your day planners and set those goals. I promise it'll make a huge difference to your your whole career, your whole life. Pivoting, we 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 might have to keep pivoting. We don't know what the future holds right now. Things might change, and maybe you did have to pivot. Maybe you were in a salon, and in your state they shut down, and you had to go back and do it in your home. Whatever that looks like for you, we know that we can pivot. We know there's other things we can do. Some nail techs are not allowed to do nails right now in some states. So guess what they've done? They started making press on nails. And they're having great success with it. They are doing those specifically to fit their clients. They're mailing them out. They're having fun creating these beautiful sets on these press-on tips. They're sending the glue and everything they need to you have these reusable tips. So we've seen some amazing things in the nail industry this year. They've done online shows. They've done online education. It's it's crazy. So we know that we can pivot and there are ways that we can work around this. So hang in there. So we talked about your schedules. Obviously, for me, I have my book set out for the whole entire year. So if my kids have spring break or a vacation or a four day weekend, I already have that marked off on my books, right? So I won't take clients at that time. My classes are written down, my nail shows are written down and marked off and hopefully I can attend all those shows. But if not, they're still written in my book. Okay. If you need to change your hours and your days, like I talked about, you're tired of working Saturdays, you're tired of working after five o'clock, do it now. Do it now. It's the perfect time. Pricing, things have changed. Okay, so you've had to do more. I was going to say like our sanitation has should always have been up here. But if it wasn't, you had to move it up here. And you've got masks now, you've got extra sanitation, you have just different protocols, and the prices on all those skyrocketed because they were hard to come by, right? If you've noticed your your 91% alcohol, your, your barbicide, all of those things went up. And maybe you can't have as many people in the slot at the same time. So maybe you're not making as much money whatever in a day that you used to. So your prices need to go up to accommodate and to adjust for all those other losses. Okay. Shipping rates have went up. Things have just went up because the industry has been suffering, right? So you need to look and if you are not charging what you're supposed to be charging or what you should to be able to make a great profit, you need to adjust our policies. It's a perfect time to redo your policies. Maybe you've always allowed people to bring an extra guest or kids with them. Now with COVID, we're not supposed to be doing that anymore anyways. They shouldn't be bringing extra guests. But maybe you've always let them slide and bring their kids. They didn't have a sitter or whatever. And it's drove you absolutely crazy. Time to write your policies. I no longer allow other guests or children to your appointments. Maybe you have clients that are always 20 minutes late. I no longer allow anyone to be later than 10 minutes. If you're 10 minutes late, you do not get extra, you don't get nail art. If you're more than 10 minutes late, you will have to reschedule and you will pay the no-show fee for that appointment. Are you charging a no-show fee? 
If you're not, you need to be charging a no-show fee. Let those clients learn to respect you, or I guess I should say demand. So I used to charge 25 for no-show fee. This year, it's 35K. I went up on my prices. I let my clients know. My policy is you're more than 10 minutes late. You have to reschedule. I don't take a new new clients right now, but when I did, or let's say sometimes I'll do a special for like a wedding, like a family member for wedding or, or things like that. I send them a text that says, after they make their appointment, this is when your appointment is, here are my policies, more than 10 minutes late, has to reschedule and has to pay the no-show fee. You no-show, you have to pay the no-show fee. No children, no extra guests, okay? I, I run down, you know, you must wear a mask. I send that to them so there's no questions. They don't show up to the salon and then see my policies hanging on the wall. Very important, you need to send those. If you do a scheduling app, if there is a way that when they get a reminder, it has all your policies in it, please update your policies for the year and have them so that they get those, okay? Because they don't know if we don't tell them, right? So this is the perfect time to just start new. Anything that drove you nuts last year or that you didn't like about your career or your job, it's time to change it. And we can change it because it's our business and we have that choice. So guys, I hope that you take the time, again, write those things down. Be proud of what you did for 2020. Look back on your year and reflect on that and what worked, what didn't work, what needs to be changed. Did you check your goals off? Okay. And then write your new ones for 2021 so you can make this year just an amazing year. No matter what happens, whatever it brings into us. We just, we can pivot, we can do this and write it down, write it down and look at it often so that you can, you can check those things off your list and get those goals done. Okay, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please share it with your nail tech friends. Please subscribe and don't forget to go to soulgelnails.com forward slash contest to enter today's product giveaway. And again, you can check out all my online classes at nailteched.com.